everyone, this is Zach. This is the Tripwire Podcast, part of Triple Play Fantasy and a member of the Fantasy Points Media Group. We are here to cover the waiver wire. It's going to be another fun, exciting week, getting ready for week seven already. Uh, it's just me tonight. We're going solo. If you have any questions out there, uh, YouTube is the best way. I'll try to answer any questions that come through. And for those of you not watching live or listening live, I'm recording this Monday night before Monday Night Football. So I have no idea what happens in the Chargers-Broncos game. Uh, so I will provide some analysis, give you some players, uh, but things could shift after that game happens. So we'll get right into it. We're talking about 50 uh, players that are rostered in less than 50% of ESPN leagues. I understand everyone's league is different. So we're trying to cover a variety of players that should help, hopefully be available in your league, uh, at least one of the players we're going to talk about. So we are into the thick of the buys this week. Week 7 buys Buffalo Bills, Los Angeles Rams, Minnesota Vikings, and the Philadelphia Eagles. It's going to be rough. That's why waiver wires are important. And sadly, there's not a lot to save you on the waiver wires this week. So maybe making some trades will help you out. Just looking ahead for next week in the week eight buys, you have the Kansas City Chiefs and the Los Angeles Chargers. So not as many teams, but those teams are loaded with fantasy starters. So plan ahead. So let's get right into it with our quarterbacks. So I'm going to rank my top five quarterbacks to pick up, and then I'll talk about a couple of them. So number one is Justin Fields at 26.9% rostered. Number two is Daniel Jones at 27.3% rostered. Number three, Matt Ryan at 12.5% rostered. Number four, Ryan Tannehill at 13.1% rostered. And number five, Jameis Winston at 16.3% rostered. All right. Not a lot of exciting names there. I, I get it. But you might be in a pinch because Josh Allen is on a bye. Um, Kirk Cousins, you might have been starting Jalen Hurts. Hopefully you haven't been starting Matt Stafford. Uh, but there's a lot of quarterbacks on buys. So you might need to pick one up if you didn't already have one stashed. So I wanted to talk about Daniel Jones. Again, I'm not bidding a lot on any of these quarterbacks, probably no more than 5% of your fab. Um, so Jones is not throwing a lot for, for a lot of yards. He's not even throwing a lot of touchdowns. He actually has a solid rushing floor for fantasy. The offensive line is definitely improving. And hopefully his wide receivers are now starting to come back healthy. Uh, I'm not too excited about Daniel Jones, but he is playing well enough to get you some points. And if this is just for a bye week fill-in, you're just hoping for some points. And then Matt Ryan, again, you're not bidding crazy. He finally had a good game. Um, he was, I think, what, number one, number two quarterback on the week. He's still an average quarterback. Uh, however, as you can see, when he throws the ball almost 60 times, has enough passing volume, he can put up fantasy points. He has zero rushing floor, unlike Daniel Jones. So he has to throw a lot. Now, the one thing we need to be concerned about is, well, hopefully Jonathan Taylor is back, so we shouldn't be concerned about that. But that could impact Matt Ryan's uh, passing volume. So something to think about. But he is an option out there for you. Again, you're not spending big on any of these players. A slightly more exciting position to talk about is the running backs. So at number one, I have Mike Boone at 34.2% rostered. Again, I have not seen him play on Monday Night Football yet. Number two, Rashad White at 25.8% rostered. Number three, Jarek McKinnon at 15.5% rostered. Number four, Dontrell Hilliard at 7.8% rostered. And number five, Tyler Algier at 37.7% rostered. I'm not spending really more than 3% fab on any of these. And I'm not really going to specific analysis for any of these players. 
they all, for the most part, except for Algier, have one thing in common. They're the backup running back on their team. So honestly, the best thing you can do right now, because there's really no significant injuries that impacted a waiver wire running back to be picked up this week, is look at those offenses that you think can support one of these running backs if an injury occurs in the future, um, or maybe they can start carving out more of a role. So Mike Boone ran really well last week. Rashad White has had good snap share recently. And when he gets the targets, he's putting up some decent points. Again, Fournette is dominating uh, the rush carries, but you'll never, uh, we could see that transition. Jarek McKinnon has been going back and forth on the Chiefs um, with his usage, uh, but that's a high-powered offense. Dontrell Hilliard has looked good um, when he gets a few touches, especially targets uh, behind Derrick Henry. He's coming off a of bye week, so no one's really thinking about Hilliard right now. And Tyler Algier is probably the only quote-unquote starter on this list, even though he has not looked great. Uh, that team just wants to run the ball all the time. So these are the type of running backs you want to look for on your waiver wire. Again, these are probably not your starters at all this week. Hopefully you don't need to start any of them, but this is more of a stash. Hopefully one of them ends up getting more work, or unfortunately injuries do happen. Maybe one of the starters ahead of them gets an, gets an injury, and you got them much cheaper with your fab now before the injury occurs. All right, so moving on to wide receivers. We have number one, Rondale Moore at 46.5% rostered. Number two, we have Michael Gallup at 50.7% rostered. So I cheated just a little bit there. Number three, Alec Pierce at 25.3% rostered. Number four, Nico Collins at 10.6% rostered. And number five, Jameson Williams at 22.4% rostered. So let's start with probably the most popular player that will be talked about for waiver wires is Rondell Moore. So he is available in about half of your leagues. So again, depending on your league, he might not be available. I'm probably not going crazy though on my fab bid. Um, maybe 10%, maybe 15 if you're really desperate for a wide receiver. I don't know what your roster looks like, but he has been playing a lot better the last two weeks. So that's encouraging. He played on 99% of the snaps in week six. Again, you love to see that. So now where it gets confusing is his situation has just completely changed. So DeAndre Hopkins is back this week for week seven. We already knew that. Robbie Anderson just got traded from the Panthers to the Cardinals today on Monday. So he's now on the team. And Marquise Brown had a foot injury. There was concerns this morning that it could be season ending. Now we're hearing that maybe it's a six-week injury, but that puts him out till week 13, week 14. They have a bye week 14 uh, or week 13. So you're looking at the very end of the fantasy regular season going into the playoffs. So not sure how much you can count on Marquise Brown, but how does that affect Rondell Moore? Well, the good news is he should stay in the slot, and that's where he's been the most effective for fantasy. So I am curious to see now that Marquise Brown is not playing, he was a target monster for that team. Does Hopkins just assume those targets, or does Rondell Moore get some more work? I don't expect Robbie Anderson to make a splash right away on the team. Um, but we shall see. So Rondell Moore is probably your best uh, immediate impact wide receiver to pick up. Um, and then I wanted to talk about Alec Pierce because he's had an interesting few weeks. So over the last four games, he has 18 receptions from 27 targets, from, which was 271 yards and a touchdown. That touchdown was the uh, game winner just this past week. So he's ran the third most routes on the team in week six. So that's not great to see. So that was 41 routes 
That was behind Pittman and Paris Campbell, who both ran 57. And this week was Pierce's lowest target share since week one, but that still was seven targets because Matt Ryan threw almost 60 times. So that's why you got to pay attention to that target share and then the raw target numbers. However, Alec Pierce looks good. He comes with speed. Paris Campbell has that speed as well. Pierce has uh, more size, and Campbell obviously has not been uh, very durable. So I think Pierce is a great pick him up, stash him, and then throw him in your flex when you need to. And then I did mention Jameson Williams. He's still on IR. We do not have an update of when he will be back. Uh, however, the Detroit Lions bye week just happened. So hopefully in the next couple of weeks, uh, we'll get some news on Williams. But he's one of those stash him, put him on, pick him up, throw him on your IR, and then go ahead and pick up somebody else. All right, over to tight ends. So again, we've never had a that much of an exciting bunch here, uh, but we'll get you ready to go. So number one is Daniel Bellinger at 2.5% rostered. Number two, Robert Tunyon at 27.6% rostered. Number three, Evan Ingram at 30.3% rostered. Number four, Mike Isicki at 40% rostered. And number five, Jawan Johnson at 1.8% rostered. So we got you covered from people that are almost 50% rostered all the way down to they are probably available on your wafer wire. So Daniel Bellinger is a rookie tight end with the Giants. Um, He's probably been their most consistent uh, receiving threat, um, especially in the red zone, just because that core has been so banged up. Uh, so he's worth a pick him up, flash in the pan. Maybe you'll get something out of him. Robert Tunyon just saw one of his highest target shares of his career. Um, I don't know if that will continue, uh, but hey, you got to chase that right now when you're talking about tight ends off the waiver wire. And then Gesicki's coming off a great performance. I would not go crazy on your bid there. None of these guys really should be more than a couple bucks off your fab. No more than 2% in my opinion. Uh, but some people might ch- chase the Gesicki hype uh, just because he had two touchdowns in week six. And then Jawan Johnson is one of those just sneaky tight end pickups with the Saints um, because he is the most athletic uh, tight end. I don't count Taysom Hill as a tight end, even though he's listed as one. Jawan Johnson actually lines up as a tight end. But there's so many injuries down there at wide receiver that we don't know who's going to be playing, who isn't, and Johnson is a red zone threat. All right, so on to DST stream of the week. I think it's much better than last week, though last week actually worked out for us. We were talking about the Rams and the Panthers, and the Panthers pulled through with that pick six. But this week we have the New England Patriots. They're only 22.5% rostered on ESPN, and they get the Chicago Bears. The Bears can run the ball, yes. Uh, however. They don't throw the ball well. Now, they have been throwing more recently, the last couple of weeks, but I think Belichick and the Patriots defense can scheme up a lot to really shut down the Bears, and that is not a great offensive line. So the Patriots are capable of getting some sacks, maybe forcing some turnovers. So if you are streaming a defense this week, I like the Patriots. All right, so that covers all of our waiver wire pickups. Now that I told you a bunch of guys to pick up, I need to also give you some advice on who to drop. And this is where we're going over anybody that's over 50% rostered. I'm going to go through the list from the highest rostered down to the lowest. And I'll tell you if I would drop them or not. Some of them are spicier than others. And again, I don't know your roster or your league settings. So you might have a shallower bench. And with bye weeks coming up and maybe some injuries, you might have to drop some of these guys. And that's why I wanted to talk about them. So wide receiver Deontay Johnson is 96% rostered. I would not drop him, but it is really hard to start him. 
Wide receiver DJ Moore, 94% rostered. Again, I would not drop him, but I would not start him. And honestly, if you really do need to drop him, um, he's the worst player on your team right now, then go ahead and do it. Running back J.K. Dobbins, 93% rostered. I actually would drop Dobbins if I did not have the space on my bench just because he's now just had an injury setback. Uh, just the way their schedule shakes out, I don't know when I would feel comfortable playing Dobbins for several weeks. Quarterback Aaron Rodgers, 92% rostered. Unless I'm dealing with some sort of bi-week QB situation, I would be okay dropping Aaron Rodgers. He is just, unfortunately, an average quarterback so far this season. Running back James Robinson, 87% rostered. I do not like dropping running backs if I can avoid it. Robinson, for me, is more of a bench, and hopefully things trend back in the right direction, but lately they've been trending in the wrong direction uh, for his gameplay. Wide receiver Curtis Samuel, 86% rostered. Well, we just found out Carson Wentz is out for several weeks. Um, if you need the bench space, I would consider dropping Curtis Samuel until we get a better idea of how that offense is going to look. Running back Antonio Gibson, also on the Commanders, 85% rostered. I would be okay dropping Gibson um, if you needed the space. Quarterback Russell Wilson, 82% rostered. Again, I have not seen the Monday Night Football game yet. Russell Wilson has not looked good, and he now has a shoulder injury that we know about. It could take several weeks to heal. I'm dropping Russell Wilson if I need the space. Running back Cam Akers, 77% rostered. So we have no idea what's going on with Akers. It sounds like the team wants to trade him. I can't see a team that he would land on that he would have immediate fantasy success with. Um, so I would be dropping Cam Akers. Quarterback Matthew Stafford, also of the Rams, 76% rostered. He's on a bye week. If you need the roster space, absolutely drop Stafford. You shouldn't be starting him right now anyway. He's definitely banged up. Hopefully the bye week helps him out, but I'm dropping Stafford. Running back Michael Carter, 74% rostered. I would not want to drop Michael Carter if I don't have to, just because if unfortunately something happens to Brees Hall, Carter now has fantasy value again, so I would try to hold on to Carter. Tight end Dalton Schultz, 74%, 74% rostered. I am dropping Dalton Schultz. We've been talking about him for a few weeks. Um, I've mentioned him before as a drop candidate. You have to drop him now. He's he's injured. He's banged up. We're not sure exactly what's going on. No idea if he's going on IR. Um, he just can't clog your, your roster. If you want to pick him up in a couple weeks because he ends up being healthy and plays better, great. Drop him for now. Wide receiver Elijah Moore, 69% rostered. You can't drop Elijah Moore yet, in my opinion. Uh, it sucks that he didn't have any targets. I think Zach uh, Wilson had 10 completions last week. So the passing game needs a lot of work. Elijah Moore still has a lot of talent. Again, if he's the very bottom of your roster and you need the space, yes, go ahead and drop him. But he is not the first person I would want to drop. Running back Chase Edmonds, 67%. Again, I typically say don't drop your running backs. You can drop Chase Edmonds. I just don't see how you're ever going to trust playing him in the current situation. Uh, let him clog someone else's roster. And finally, wide receiver Marquez Valdez-Scantling, 60% rostered. Yes, if you need the space, go ahead and drop him. He's on a bye week for week eight. So if you're not playing him week seven, I don't know why you want to hold him for the next couple weeks. Go ahead and drop him. Let him be someone else's problem. Could he go off next week in a boom week? Absolutely. But that wide receiver group is so inconsistent right now with the Chiefs. Um, I just don't want him clogging my roster. All right. So thank you all for tuning in. That's the show. It was a nice quick one. Just me tonight. So the best way to support us is to go ahead, like this video on YouTube, subscribe to the, the Triple Play Fantasy channel. It is a great team over there. They put a lot of content. Basketball season is starting this week. 
So we got football, basketball, baseball is in the thick of the playoffs. We got you covered. Our main fantasy football show is on Tuesdays, so you don't want to miss that. If you're listening on the podcast, make sure you go ahead and uh, download, follow, so you don't miss any episodes that come out. We have a lot of great content coming out for you. And with that, you can follow me at FF Chalupa Batman on Twitter. You can follow the show page at The Tripwire Pod. And with that, have a great one, guys. Good luck on those waiver wires.